Alright, welcome back everybody to listen to these nerds in our Nature vs. Nurture campaign. Woo! So, just to give you guys a little bit of background, because you're probably listening to, you're probably binge listening to these episodes. So, what just happened, just happened for you. Unfortunately, on our end, there's been a bit of a hiatus. So please excuse if there is some stumbling, if we're not totally sure what we said previously, or if we repeat ourselves about anything, me specifically. Um, but just want to let you know where we're at. Uh, also to let you know, we're going to be changing the system a little bit this episode, uh, because we found with the last sessions that it was just a little bit too challenging on the D10s with the skill sets that we currently have in character. As I said in the first episode, this is a homebrew system. It is open to change. So for this episode, we're going to try to use D6s using the exact same character sheets. We're not changing anything other than the, um, basically the percentage chance of getting a match will go up significantly by using d6s and we'll see if that works a little bit better so to get into the game to my left uh hello i am harry and i will be playing hara uh i'm joey and i will be playing taika i'm john and i'm going to be playing akiko i'm yvette and i'll be playing kirstie okay so the last time we played um Y'all went to the races in their dreams and got called out and had to do a climbing race with a a dude named Gerald Mule. You unfortunately lost. uh, And kind of cheating. eh, Debatable. Debatable cheating was done. Um, Extreme cheating. We should. That seems mostly done. The the whole point of it was mostly just a publicity stunt. Mm -hmm. Gerald really wants to be part of the races. He really wants to be. Basically the equivalent of politics. Yeah, and people love it when you defeat foreign immigrants at things they don't understand. People love that. People in a dreams love winners. That's the important thing Mm -hmm. to take away here. Mm -hmm. Um, So now we're going to jump ahead a tiny bit. It's maybe a week, two weeks after that. Um, In the interim, you guys have continued to take your career classes. And assuming that Taika has agreed to attend the classes. If he, Taika attends the classes. If he doesn't, Hara, like, straight up forces feeds him the material. Okay. So assuming everyone's been attending the classes, you guys are getting to a point of a near fluency. Because you are completely immersed, not only taking these classes, but career is one of the only ways you can communicate with everyone around you and understand what the fuck's going on. Um, so at the same time, you've still been helping Professor Kaling, and you're helping Akiko in her business. Mm, yes. So... You continue to try to meet with people? Uh, yeah. So I've got... <laughs> I have some plans that I've been working on. Okay. Um, so one thing that I could go doing is, like, basically going to, like, these... So basically how trade generally works right now is couriers take things to the capital and then other couriers take them to the other nations. If it's something that, yeah, other nations would want. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the things she's doing is figuring out what's going where, basically. So she knows who she needs to talk to to, like, start getting products. She's also, like, doing things like buying up sample products from different uh, cultures and stuff. So you find, as you're you're doing this investigation, you're trying to figure out, you know, what's going where, what are the trade routes currently, you run up against an issue. A lot of the people you talk to, when you try to ask them about anything they're trading, will tell you, where. ask, where's your contract? will say, have you gotten permission from the Couriers Guild? Because for the past several centuries, that has been their system. You don't do trade unless you have a contract. And you tell them, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not a courier. You know, I'm not part of your, your government. I'm not beholden to your laws. But it's clear that that's what they're comfortable with for the most part. And that's kind of the major roadblock you're up against now is most people don't want to work with you because you don't fall into the correct paperwork category that they are used to. Okay, but I'm not even talking to couriers. I'm like going to shop fronts and being like... Who are couriers? Okay, but you said other people lived here. Some of them do. Um, it's still a little hesitant. They're not used to working with you. I think I think the what you're, what John's aiming for here is um, he wants to go to like if there's... So the other... Like what are the other countries? The other countries are the... Or his country... The fish people, the fire people. Like, what What actual other societies are there that would require trade? I think it's the real The Orans. 
yep. are probably the biggest trading partner with the couriers. They're the wealthiest nation in the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Kelmirans are also big. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're pretty familiar with Kelmiran trade. You could maybe get that contract, but that's not really yeah. what you've been identified as what being what you're after. Yeah. Well, the idea would be to try is trying to like you know try and like cut the little, like undercut undercut basically the courier system and basically like well i guess the idea is or at least what, how you would probably sell it is if you think about it a to get something from one country to another country you need to hire a courier who is a single person yeah. to carry that single thing or a, a, amount of things to the capital and then from the capital to the place if you had a boat that could fly i.e. a flying machine you could carry a lot of things from directly from point A to point B. Yeah. And all for the low, low cost of less than the current. <clears throat> what, and what, what I'm wondering is, John, is do you need to go underground first? Or you mean like tunnels? Well, no, I just mean like, is, like, there's got to be people who trade not using couriers at some point and maybe circumvent the law. Maybe, maybe you start like most people and start as a criminal and then pirate. become a legitimate business person. Pirate. The other thing that he could basically do is like Joey said, there are people that probably overlook the law or maybe there are people that can't get contracts that have trade goods that didn't necessarily well, afford to well, get yeah, then you find other, Can you find other people like you who don't have contracts who need things moved? Yeah, well, I think the, the main th problem is, is that every, a majority of the people here are couriers. Yeah. And well, and the people that aren't couriers trust them. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that wouldn't necessarily want to trust a Kelmiran. Especially when we're dealing, when most of the trade is Orin, they don't want to deal with a Kelmiran for the most part. Yeah, well, I figured the, the Orin were pr pretty much going to be a no-go anyway. Because I can't, they, they wouldn't let me ship there anyway, because the second my... You know. They won't shoot you down. Okay. You can. Look, there's one city in or in the Oran Nation that you are aware of. You know where it is. It's called Cascade, um, because it's in the peninsula directly next to the Calmerans. It was probably the first city they found. You can literally go right over it mm -hmm. and spot it. Um, so with the peace treaty in place, you can totally bring an airship there. People might be hesitant to do business with you. That's yeah. the main issue. Because yeah. at this point, if they were to shoot you down, they would be restarting a war that they just finished. Yeah, but like, I, I figured that nobody, like... So no, what you're saying is that you need a man on who's Orin to take your shit for you and sell it as an Orin. Could be. Like, or someone disguised well, as Orin. Well, because if she if she delivers to that, that country and then it goes to a warehouse and from that warehouse a Orin man sells the products, who knows? Who's the wiser? <clears throat> so I guess over the course of weeks, you guys are going through these meetings, and I assume you, you're attending the meetings with Akiko. Yes. And, and with your level of Futsi, you're starting to understand what's going on. Okay. What, what business she's after. And you understand that it's not going really well right now. Mm -hmm. People are really uncomfortable. Um, and maybe two weeks, three weeks after the incident at the uh, Coliseum, you get a letter. Akiko gets a letter. It's from Jared Mule. Gerald Mule. Mm. He's inviting you to his office. He has a proposal for you. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll go. Are, yeah. we, are we invited or is it just her? Um, he basically invites her company. Yeah. Sure. Do you want us there? Because I cannot come. I, I Taika would not Taika would not offer to come. He wouldn't be like, oh I want to hang out with that guy. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Oh yeah, the guy who like Yeah. Abita? Well, I actually don't. I don't. I actually don't hate him that much. If anything, I was more just like confused as to like why he made. I was mad that he made me go out into the middle of the thing and made a spectacle out of me. I don't care about winning or losing. Yes. Um, I would feel like this would be a diplomatic snub. <clears throat> so I don't know if I would want to go see him either. Yeah. So you can go by yourself. I don't mind. I mean, I. I guess. Does Haru want to go? Haru is the only person who might be yeah, good well, at talking. Yeah, well, because the thing is, like, you've been talking a lot about, I like, in the interim weeks, we haven't been having these meetings all the time. So I'd imagine that Hara has been basically like, oh, well, what is this economics that he, like, that Akiko what keeps is, mentioning? What is the market? How does it control Are you it? paying them with money? Or is it just like... I, I, only ask, I only ask... We know food. about money because we... I know you know about yeah. money. I don't trust money. I only take food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I probably I I would be paying them like, but they they're also like 
you know, staying at my place and eating my food. So. Yeah, so I realize it. We get company script that we can pay at the company store, which is Akiko. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite, but like, you... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you two then? I guess. Um, can I roll detail-oriented to see if, like, I pick up anything particular? Like, going to the professor and asking about, like, oh, do you have any books on economics that I can look through? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be like, about to draw the other thing. No, That's no, no. Weird. Um, micro, what? micro. Two five. Like, you know what an economics is? Ah! It's, you know, people trading money. It's the level of wealth in the world. And, you know, where it goes and what it do. Wealth is money. Money represents goods and work. $20 can buy you many peanuts. Explain how. <laughs> money can be traded for goods and services. <laughs> Woohoo! That's what you learned. Yeah. Oh, I see. This this explains a lot. Uh-huh. It's mostly because if you are in a very large community, it's hard to like carry all your goods around. Yeah, you can't train. have a barter economy when exactly. you have a population of like a certain amount. Yeah. Oh, so this is what these things represent. They don't actually have any meaning. Well, they do. Actually, oh, this in this confusing. economy. The, the coins are actually gold. Oh, okay. So the value of the metal is, is around the actual value of the... Okay, so it's not a fiat currency. No, it's not like our, paper, our shitty paper money. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, we run off of a standard economy. Yes. Oh. You know, this suddenly makes a lot of sense. By the way, do the couriers mint the coins too? Because I... Or is there exchange rates? Couriers mint the coins, we'll say. Just for the sake of simplicity. simplicity. Yeah. I mean, they would be the ones in charge of international trade, so... Yeah. The do they one? The couriers control the banks! <laughs> Alright, so yeah, um, so Hara will accompany you to this meeting, just to kind of see what this is all about. Because she's curious to learn about this, uh, he's curious like, to learn... wait a minute! Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> he's curious to learn more about these economics. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so you guys make your way. You actually have to head quite a ways, a little way out of the city, and you start to pass these massive, sprawling estates. Mm-hmm. And you come up on the Mule Mansion, which is a beautiful, entirely marble affair. And um, do you have some kind of like business? Yeah, business I, know? I, I have. I have knowledge business. Great. Ooh, do you actually? Or, you got the business. Well, in, in my old sheet, it was. Business and my new sheet is trade. So. I'll take it. R- roll business knowledge trade. Uh huh. Okay. Max then dies. Uh, trip sixes or two. Uh, Six sixes? Not trip sixes, trip ones or two fours. Mm. Um, we'll do two fours, although it doesn't really matter. Um, you got a match. You got a match. You know this is a Drenian marble. Adrenian marble, very valuable, and you know that is how the meals made their money. They own a quarry. Mm. Um, so you go up to the door. Hara is like examining the stone. It's V smooth. Ooh. Adrenian marble is known for being like a very frictionless. <laughs> Just a very, <laughs> a very clean, bright white with you know, like beautiful gray streets. Mm. So like it's a very aesthetic marble. So yeah, like Hara is like lightly feeling be like my God. Oh, so smooth. Yeah. Um, stop feeling the walls. You look like a hick. But, but, but the answer enters the door. Ah! Uh, yes. Master Jared was expecting you, and he waves you in. Yeah. Um, takes you over to uh, an off or a door. Knocks on the door, and you hear a little come in. Um, and you go into Gerald Neal's office. It's you know, very nice padded leather furniture, bookshelves, the whole. Rich the person office. Yeah. Is he wearing a smoking jacket? Mm. No, it's it's not on fire or anything. It's just like a regular jacket. Um, and he's kind of leaning on his desk, and he motions for you to sit down. If he leans seductively, it's the only way he leans. Them calves. <laughs> Them powerful calves. All couriers have chairs that just lean sideways, and they can constantly be showing off their legs. <laughs> Well, he sits down and he puts his legs up on the desk, so you can still view them while you're sitting. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> it's considered very polite in current society. Just show your legs. They have, they have only miniskirts. <laughs> no full-length dresses. No, no, no. When two couriers meet, they have to assert dominance by flexing each other. <laughs> the weaker ooh, one. Ooh, leg wrestling. Yeah, last year said leg wrestling. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, 
So he sits down and he kind of looks at you for a moment, kind of gauging the room. Wasn't there more of you? The others were not interested or thought that perhaps you were saying a trap for us, I think, the paranoid one. Oh, yes, the one with the knife. Yeah. I understand. Um, well, this isn't so much related to the events of the other day. Um, in the interim, I've been hearing about your company. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I understand you want to get into trade, Miss Mori. Uh, that was the, uh, the idea. Hara, okay. pull, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Hara, like, pulls out a notepad and starts taking notes. Mm-hmm. Taking advantage of the fact that there's now peace and we can, people can more freely move about. Are you familiar with my family's work? I know that you are uh, well known for your uh, marble. Adrenaline marble, best in the world. And for the last 40 years, my father has held a contract in Cascade. Now, Adrenian marble, as you know here, is quite valuable, but in the Orans, it is three, four times the price of what you can get here. As you can imagine, they can't exactly produce it. Of course. Um, But it does go well with all their bright, glittering gems. Unfortunately, my father is somewhat past his prime. And so, for many years, I've assumed that would happen and trained as hard as I could to get his contract, but as you say, the world's changing. And I know some people refuse to see it, but contracts are going to be passed. So I have a proposal for you. You take my marble to Adrien's. I'll set you up with my buyer there. Cascade. Sorry, Cascade. Um, I'll set you up with a buyer there, and I'll set you up with the Dream Traders that we trade in return with. Alright. My only condition is you have to buy the marble direct. So I would be paying the uh, Kalmiran price or the uh, Oren price for the marble? Well, I would keep it down the Adrenian price. What a courier would pay in a courier city given that that's where you're buying it. I realize the risk that you'd be taking on in transporting it. But at the same time, I'm not going to give you a full shipment of marble, just hoping you'll come back with my money. Right. And uh, you're sure this uh, your your buyer will work with the Kalmiran? <sighs> Maybe a little bit awkward, but yes, yes, I think she would. Specifically, considering we've had this ongoing relationship for 40 years, she knows the product. I don't think the person matters as much. Mm-hmm. And you're not the only member of your company. No, no, I do have. Aside from the. Uh... Foreign's just behind you flexing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, children. I, I do have. Uh... A little bit of courier representation, I guess. And as much as they ask about it here, they probably won't care as much in Cascade about the contract. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, it seems like a good deal, especially to get started. Um, well, no, I'm not getting paid. No, but how much are you paying for it? An amount. Yeah. But, but can you find out if that's actually the market price? 12 gold so, well, coins! So if you go into the specifics, which we won't do out loud because I don't feel like it. Um, basically, uh, he's offering you several tons of Adrenian marble to transport. He shows you the order that he has, so you know that there is a buyer on the other end. Um, and it doesn't say what they're buying at. He tells you you're going to have to negotiate right. with them. Mm-hmm. So you know, do your research and don't let them undersell you. Um, and he gives you a price for the marble. Mm-hmm. It is a lot, but you know that this is a valuable material. Yeah. Um, and from what you know, I mean, actually, do you want to roll roll trade? Do you know? Do you know? Sixes. Yeah. 
you, you know he's he's offering you the uh, career price. You okay. would pay more in Kelmira. Having said that, you would never buy marble in Kelmira. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it's not about. It's not a super valuable thing there. Yeah, let's build a flying machine out of stone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That and that is a concern. Like a <laughs> Several tons of marble in a flying ship. Yeah. And how would well, you can get? your ship carry all of it? How would you move it on and off the ship too? That's what y'all for. Yeah, I've got three four, tree people. Four, four foot tall tree people and the ship's crew. Yeah. Oh, that's not just you. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, I, I uh, okay. like it's a, like I'm not the only person who lives. <laughs> also, I, I assume people. Here. I thought it was like a two person operation, like you and four. Well, no, there's a captain of the ship and all the crew and then. I thought you were the captain. No. It's his family ship. Most yeah. people who own a ship do not also captain the ship. I don't know. This could be a young adult. No, all. man. If the <laughs> if the captain if the ship is going down, the captain goes out with the ship. The owner gets the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the boat. He's not the captain. Joe's the captain. You're daring me apart. <laughs> so after like uh, so once it seems like everything's concluded, Hara kind of looks up and says, "So is this a contract?" Well, we'll have to write one up. Mm-hmm. I presume that you'll call your lawyers. Yes. I'm sorry, not call. You know what I mean. <laughs> I call on myself. Call, call upon. Call upon. Yes. You'll yeah. call out their names in the city streets. <laughs> Three yes. times. Liars, assemble! <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought you'd fight me more of this. Great. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, the fact that she's been stymied at every, like... like yeah, this seems like such a good deal. Like, there must be a trick. I mean... I bet that marble's hollow. <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty obvious. So fast. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! Why wow. you these up? So you got some of that new light marble. That's the good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, like at this point, she's like, nothing else is working, and like her, her basically plan was like, you know, maybe I should just take my business and start going to other places, and just trying to like go direct to direct and see if like because clearly like nothing's happening here in this capital because n- nobody will deal with her. Yeah. Fucking bureaucracy. Yeah. So. Well, it's just a matter of like, the idea of international trade is so brand new, like a direct international. Like we're talking centuries of this is how this works. This is what we're used to. These are the questions we usually ask. Yeah. So the it's gonna it's gonna be a long time before everyone is gung ho on everyone communicating with each other and being real nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I, I understand. Like I'm. I, I'm trying to start Netflix in a, in a blockbuster. I, I understand where what's going on here. Everyone's like, I don't even have a computer. <laughs> Our younger listeners are like, what's a blockbuster? <laughs> no, we, we, don't, we don't appeal to that audience. Blockbuster's a meme now, so. Yeah. Uh, that means it will live on forever. And kids, and kids love those. <laughs> Isn't there, like, one blockbuster left? In Alaska, if I remember mm-hmm, correctly. I, saw that. I, I, I think there's a couple, but there's one... There's one that has like a Twitter, and they make and they they're pretty. Oh god, they have a, pretty, they have a pretty funny Twitter. Uh, I gotta be honest. And they all they do is like make tweets about how they're like, no one cares, and they're going out of business. <laughs> Everyone hates them. The carpet's been stained for three weeks. Nobody bothers to clean it yeah, up. It's like nihilist uh, Harvey's nihilist Harvey's Harvey's yes. So, um, with that, you make an appointment for a few days from now to meet with lawyers and sign contracts and whatever. Uh, but in the meantime. Go back to your crew. Yeah. <clears throat> so I come back, come back. I'm like, guys, guys, listen to this. I think I was part of a contract deal. What is a contract deal? Does someone buy you? Are you owned now? Where is there a collar? And it's not like pulling out. <laughs> ah, ah, no, no, not not the contract being me. The contract being other stuff. So okay, here's how it works. So two people get together. And they sign this incredibly powerful document that apparently binds them to this deal under the pain of something. I don't exactly know what it is. Something called litigation? I think it's some sort of torture. I mean, you're not wrong. And you signed signed one of these? Oh no, Akiko did. I was just there in the room. But I think that means I'm technically part of the deal? I don't know. Did did someone buy you? And like, he goes back to his notes. You see him looking through things. No. So so that is how things are possible. By the way, you you might want to... Uh, if you're gonna be hanging around once, uh, during this job, I'm, you might need to worry about, uh, some of the Orin. They might want to buy you. I will keep Because they're slavers and assholes. Fantastic racism. 
Hundred years of war. Thousands. Thousands. But yes. Yeah. And I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. Yeah, so just remember, blue people believe that they should own other people. I'll just say they're only like tinged blue. I would actually describe them as sparkly. Okay, sparkly. She'll she'll say sparkly. She'll whatever word best fits. He adds that to the notes. Orin by or he adds to the notes. Orin's buy many things, including people. How do you purchase a person? I wouldn't know because owning people is wrong. Mm-hmm. Then how are they? Do they get away with it? Because nobody, because they live in the middle of the ocean and nobody can get to them to tell them to stop. You see, um, Tyke is actually writing <laughs> on his arm. And then, Ball he, and then, ocean. And then he and then he like slides his sleeve up. Drain ocean. So are you gonna tell them? Yeah. Um. I'll basically explain that the guy wanted to try out using our using this whole transport over the air thing. Question: Have we ever like gone actually flying in your no. ship? Okay, so no. it's been in dry. They, it, take, it takes energy to do that. Ah, yes. That's the, like. That's a precious national resource. <laughs> and basically, John, uh-huh. with this shipment, you are... It, once you actually give them the money, you're pretty much out of capital. Yeah, I figured as much. It's, I figured it's a huge like investment. It's a huge investment. It's a big risk. But you lose your ship. But it is cargo more valuable than the fuel. Yeah. So, we'll so crash into Cascade, but we'll get money. Well, I mean... It's not like you can buy fuel in other places. Like, no. there is... It is a, you know... It's a resource of the Calmira. Yeah. It is a very, very well-guarded resource mm. of the Calmira. They have oil. <laughs> no. No, no. It's, um, what's, 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 what's it called? Um, the thing? Like, umbilical cord fluid or something Stem like cells? Yeah, stem cells. No. So... You open the door to the engine, and it's a horrifying abomination of God. Okay, yes. You were already exploring the ship. Yes. A bit and trying to kind of get a grasp on how it works. Yeah. You were right. And so, like, living in the ship, you've gotten to get into, like, the, the engine room. If they see you in there, they shoot you out. Yeah. But you have seen these large glass canisters, which seem to just be full of this blue light. Hmm. Um, and based on, you know, looking at, like, where everything connects, you realize... These cells connect to everything. everything. Yeah. Hmm. It's like, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I, I like poke at it a bit to see if it does anything. Nothing happens. Yeah, and then the way grab shoots you away from the ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, someone throws you out of the room and they walk up behind them. Now that they know you're a snoop. <laughs> I actually think this happened last session too. Okay. No, no, that didn't happen last session. This is the first time I've learned about it. No, last session you were trying to find it. Yes, now I have found it. Yeah. Um, Spark juice. <laughs> so do we have any time before we have to do this job or we have to do it like right now? Uh, you have time. Alright, can I use... Can it's going to be a few days before they even sign the contract. Alright, can I go around and find out just like out in public, like <laughs> gathering information about the aura? About the aura? Yeah. Sure. Aura? Um, aura? Aura, 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 aura. Stop! Aura. Stop. <laughs> you get one. You're dead! You're dead to me! I had to, I'm sorry. I don't think that people are listening, all, because he does it off off mic. But that's like the fourth time today, Harry. You're cut off! If I hear another motherfucking JoJo reference, I swear to God. Harry is JoJo. We can't tell anymore. <laughs> I've become the anime. Alright. Oh, look, look if he does it again. He's just getting cut out with the rest of the episode. <laughs> what do you think, Harry? <laughs> just that fucking trombone noise from Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, do you have any relevant skills you could roll? I, oh, like I, I could like use high presence to like creep on people to hear a conversation. <laughs> creep on the sparkly people? Yeah. Sure. Who do the creep? Oh. Do you only have two dice in it? Are oh wait, add, I forgot, add, yeah. I forgot, yeah, I forgot to add the other dice. Add your nature. I got two six, I got two threes. So. Oh wow. Three threes. Okay. Um so there's a number of orns in the city. You notice actually when you start looking for them, they're usually accompanied 
mm. um, by people much shorter than them, uh, dressed much more shabbily, and they look wrinkled and like they have a ton of excess skin, and they're very chapped would be the best word. Like their mm. skin is quite yeah. flaking. It's so unfortunate. So this is like the so there's the Orin, and then that this is like a person that's following them around, this, basically. They're, they're, Not all of them. They're, they're slaves. And um, if you maybe ask your friend, yeah. if you ask Akiko, originally John and Rilla doesn't What are the flaky people? Those are the Dram. D-R-A-M. The Dram uh, originally lived in the swamps to the east of the Yvalon forest. Okay. Oh, so we don't know. We Are we familiar with them? No. No, like other end. Okay. Um, Maybe some tree people further east would have known. Maybe. Probably not, uh, because it's past where the forest ends. Like, okay. There was forest, then grassland, then the swamp on the other coast. Oh, okay. Um, and basically, yeah, uh, Akiko goes on a long tirade about how the Orans are shitty people who enslave people, and just because they, they were stronger than the Dram, they took them out of their homeland, and that's why they look like that. They didn't used to look like dry, flaky people. They're just accustomed to living immersed in mud. Mm-hmm. And so their skin ha- hasn't adjusted mm-hmm. to being out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you at like when like uh, I'm assuming at some point like Para overhears this conversation or something like that. So at this he gets like very nervous and he goes, um, Akiko, is there any way to protect oneself against the Orin? I, I, I pull out a, a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, traps. Uh, well, uh, my people would just stay above them and drop things on them. Or shoot arrows. I pull out my bow and an arrow. <laughs> are arrows a thing then? Yeah. Arrows are a thing. Well, well that are like that the, the cow mirror. Cow mirrors are more into explosives. Yeah. Yeah, no. You put a bomb on the end of the arrow. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, most of our trajectory is straight down. Just down. Just drop heavy yeah. things. <laughs> they don't actually, they never learn trigonometry because all their, like, angles are just straight down. Yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> I need to yeah, well, the thing the is, you never need to aim up if you're always on the top. <laughs> Do you guys know what an orange city looks like? No. Probably not. Yeah, well, hold on. Right. We don't need to. I, I'm assuming that. No, Unless that's... you really want to tell them how it's laid out? No. Well, hold up. Nah, I, so, I, it's not important to tell them about how Orin are really terrible people. I have to get an oldest racism. I can't explain anything. They're not sparkly. They're fucking salty. It's not glitter. It's just salt. Oh, you're so they're... smart, Megan. You thought of everything. I assume that's it's what like... That was me speaking for Akiko. Yeah, no. That's, that she, she's like, by the way... Um, we are going to be going to Cascade, which is one of their cities, so somebody else has to talk to them, so I don't, you know, try and strangle the person. Um, well, I look at... At foreign, he's flexing. Um, I look at, I mean, yeah, I look at him, I look at Taika. Taika's, like, wearing his featureless mask <laughs> and holding a knife. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, and then, he, like, Hara turns to Kirsi and is like, eh? I suppose... Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to bring up other issues uh, that Orans might have with dealing with you. The, or Kiersey. The which... Oh, a, what do you and Kiersey oh, have in common? Oh, right, yeah. So, also... Um, <laughs> they hate women! Surprise! They're also huge sexists, and they don't like their women doing anything, which, now that I think about it, is kind of weird, because, uh, what's his name? Mentioned that we were going to be dealing with a woman, so it might not be a huge issue, but it's yeah. No, she also hates women. No, if, you, if you're going on racist tirades, you're also going to include they treat their women like garbage. Not like garbage, like like showpieces. Yeah. And in your eavesdropping, this is probably the number one thing you hear from men and women is a discussion of, of beauty standards. And you notice when you look at them, they're incredibly well put together. You never see an Orin looking odd. You don't see a button buttoned in the wrong place. You don't see them missing... You know, wearing their jewels, wearing their rings. Wearing sweatpants. So just to give, just to double check, are they like fish people? So is it like a human with like fish fins or something? No. They, 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 like they don't live in water. They, they, they live near, near water. water. They so they're just... like salt dough people. Basically, um... This is my... So starting with like a human body, what are the alterations? Um, very high, kind of like a high elf okay. look. Okay. Like where they're very tall, very like high, slender, 
and the big thing is they are glittering mm -hmm. and kind of almost not actually like blue blue mm -hmm. but like and as Akiko tells you, that's because they're coated in sea salt. Um, and yeah, and you notice like a lot of them wear jewelry on their ears. They're extending the length of their ears. They're already a little bit longer, and they kind of accentuate their features. The push-up bra of ears. Yeah, the push-up bra <laughs> of ears. And also a lot of the time they'll wear very high-collared necklaces on their neck to try and elongate the neck. And so, so big old giraffe neck all about them long necks and big ears, you know. I, I'm, I'm a ear man myself. <laughs> and so basically what, it, what Akiko tells you in her tirade about how they mistreat their women is, you know, women are expected to upkeep such an insane level of beauty, they literally can't do anything else. It's not actually, and I don't know that Akiko would communicate this, it's not actually that they like hate women and women aren't allowed to do anything. It's that you have to be able to keep up with your appearance to an extreme degree and a, and a constricting, physically constricting degree, and then on top of that, do whatever you want to do. So we're talking about like foot binding and like corset levels of like yeah. pain or beauty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and like you, you can't move in a way that will like ruin your hair. Like you got that like Val Kilmer and Batman thing going on. Run right? Because, because it would ruin your hair. You can't. Like, yeah, you can't run. You can't dirty yourself. You can't eat no food. pooping. Yeah, everything you has to be you're dead. deliberate and perfect. And you notice when you're looking at them, actually, they're incredibly graceful, like <laughs> balancing books on their heads, graceful yeah. kind of thing. Um, so that's what you've learned about the aura by spying on them and okay. listening to racist tyrants. Really tyrants. stuck up. <laughs> yeah. um, is there anything else anyone wants to do before they leave the city? <laughs> um, <clears throat> when can I start my bird husbandry whenever you like <laughs> when did you ever stop <laughs> I know but I'm officially beginning because I want to have this as a thing a skill you're gonna get your hawk I'm gonna have my hawk that I can train to like do errands for me you know I mean that's actually probably a good idea on a, like a ship yeah. mm -hmm. if you could train it to deliver messices yeah so anyway um, I think it says that's a good idea do you have a hawk no, not yet. Before we embark on this trip, I'm going to go on a lone journey outside of town and like steal one from a nest. <laughs> Just straight up, yoink. I'm gonna raise it from a chick. Wait, question: Do you steal like a hawk egg, or do you steal like a regular, like a normal bird egg? <laughs> like, do we have to deal with this mother hawk like chasing us I'm gonna for fall. days? I'm gonna fall. Well, no, no. Okay. Um. Do you have a relevant skill to bird stealing? No! I have local fauna, so presumably I'll know if it's a hawk or a sparrow. Okay, you can roll local fauna to try and track down where nests would be. Okay, so um, that is, I do four dice, mm -hmm. so that is... Yep. Two fives. Yeah. So, um, when you come out of a dreams, you, you hit again the massive empty grasslands. Oh, but you can just like see... Denmark. Hey. <laughs> I was there recently. <laughs> you can see to the west um, some some trees in the distance. You figure you should probably head towards those if you're looking for nesting birds. Uh, you walk and you reach the trees and you start kind of poking around, listening for, for cheap cheeps. Um, are you rolling? I was hiding my present. I see. I got two ones. I'm following her. And I want her to see me. Okay, you... You get a sense that something might be following you, but you, you don't see anything, and so who cares? Um, has, has your character remained as Dilly seems to be uh, more, uh, more environment appropriate? And, and yeah, I'm also. Oh, uh, I, I was actually another thing I've been doing is I've constructed a uh, city ghillie suit. About me, um, rocks. Yeah. So what it is? So what rocks. the so the inside reverses, and then it, it looks like a gar it looks like garbage, and then I can just hide <laughs> in, a, in an alleyway. You just look like trash. <laughs> Ah, yes, the trash. Didn't we talk about this? Like, in Swahili, taka means trash. Nice. No. It's like one letter off. Nice. Trash boy. <laughs> I am the trash man. Yeah. He's a man. You can tell. Sorry. He's a mature yeah. individual. Yeah. <laughs> that lives in trash. <laughs> okay. So you start climbing up trees to get better vantage points. Um, and you do spot a nest. So roll again with your local fauna to see what kind of bird it is. Two ones. <laughs> so you 
you think it's probably a small bird mm-hmm. based on the size of the chicks. You don't know what kind of bird it is. I don't want the small birds. Oh, you don't want a small bird? <laughs> knock. Just knock it out of the tree. <laughs> no, I, I'll leave them. I, okay. I just want You a leave bird. them so that you can steal something else. I want a bird that's big enough to catch other birds. Harsh. Get a sick owl. Mm. Okay. If, they'd be asleep. A, it's the daytime. They'd, owl, they'd be asleep. Where do owls nest? Like in trees? Yeah. Some Arts? of them have burrows. Some of them have yeah, burrows. some of them burrow. But those ones are the small ones. Mm. I don't They're want small ones. So cute. Aren't they the deadliest hunter? I don't want to keep them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure burrowing owls are actually like known for being able to catch things like way bigger than them, specifically. Mm. All owls really are deceiving balls of hatred. But anyway. They're all possessed by the devil, didn't you know? Ooh, special. All the way around. What's like the smallest big cat in the world actually has the highest kill ratio. I saw that on Facebook recently. Yeah. You know, considering the spread of like those videos and stuff, that probably dates the recording of this podcast. How dare they? (laughs) Anyway, um, so you have to go looking for another nest, so roll again. And roll your hiding check again. Threes. Three threes. Alright, you just continue to not be seen. And not help your friend. How rude. Um, so you get two threes, so you spot another nest. Ha It's really high up the tree, though. But you can see it's a big one. Ooh. And so uh, make a climb check. Okay. Good thing we're good at. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking for birds that might be, oh. like, swooping in to attack someone who's in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know. So you scramble and then the up giant the tree. rock comes for me. You scramble up the tree with absolutely no problem. In fact, it's a little bit comforting. It's been a long time. It's been like a couple months now since you've like gotten to climb up a tree and feel at home. So you climb up to the nest, and this time it is a nice beefy nest. So you get a good sense. This, this is gonna be good. I, I thought that was gonna be the size of the egg. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how did that get up there? No, it's the size of the nest. It's like maybe th- three feet. Yeah. Um, not the size of the bird. That's crazy. So, like, the person who right. made the nest could easily carry me off because I'm only about four feet tall, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily for you, it doesn't look like the owner of the nest is currently here. Um, roll one more time to see what kind of baby is in that nest. And we're just going to go with it is in season, so don't worry about it. It's the time You have no idea. It looks ugly. It's brown. Squawking, looks kind of alarmed that you're there. You're not mom. <clears throat> Are you going to attempt to steal that bird? First, I want to like soothe it using okay. my bird phone. Powers. Oh, okay. I'm going to eat some words. So you, it's max. Day. So just do six day. Because I'm just like ah, I have a lot more than dice. Yes. We'll probably get. We're probably gonna have to change that. Ooh, three sixes. Mark of the so you sing some Ozzy Osbourne in bird song. <laughs> the bird rocks out oh. and starts headbanging and coming towards oh, you. Oh, because it was six, six, six. Okay, yes, that I was my joke. I get it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, great. So I'll, I'll open up my uh, satchel and I'll enter it into my satchel. Quick, get the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it looks like your hard rock and roll attracted some attention and you hear a screech. Oh. Here comes a special moment. behind you. Okay. Um, can I hide? Sure. I'll shoot an arrow at it. Okay. I'm actually going to roll in against you. Opposed? Nope. I do not hide. I got two sixes. They do not dodge. Um, so you hit this very large bird before it gets to Kiersey right ah. in its right wing and it kind of goes Alright. You know you haven't killed it, um, but it's going to have a hard time getting up to that nest with a broken wing. All right, I'm going to go over and, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to go over to it. Is it, like, dying? Um, no. Like I said, you hit it in the wing, mm-hmm. so it's severely wounded, and it's pissed. Super pissed. Uh, I'm going to roll Flora and Fauna to see if this thing could actually survive not having a wing. No idea. Maybe. Uh, it looks big. It becomes a rival for the rest of her quest. Yeah, I'll, I'll... I guess I'll go up and remove the arrow. Uh, it, it attacks it. Okay, cool. Is, is it that big? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, okay, sure. 
Gotcha. Oh, <laughs> unless you, I don't know if you, you do anything to. Um, to I, don't, I don't know. Do I? It, if you try to get that close, it's it's gonna try to bite. No, you. yeah, I definitely do try to get close to it. So, yeah. um, okay, I'll take the damage. Um, <laughs> it kills me. Oh, fuck. Wait, <laughs> it sorry. Rip out your junk. It just rub one shots me and rips my heart out. Sorry, I actually. It's been so long. I have to look up the damage. How damage works? Uh, am I scratched? I think it's wet.
I just walk in and go to my room immediately. Okay, is there anything else anyone wants to do before we start mm. loading the cargo? How many, uh, how many arrows do I have? You can make some more. A few? Yeah. Probably not a lot, and they're probably not metal tipped oh, arrows. I have 16 arrows. There you go. If I lost that arrow. That's the thing, if I'm trying to get that arrow back. <laughs> you just gotta look at that inventory you have. Yeah. Um, using my newfound power of economics, I go into the city and use currency to purchase goods. Okay. I mostly just purchase, like, um, extra trail rations. It's like, ah, I remember the last time we left a city. So you, you go and you spend your money on trail rations. Mm -hmm. You bring them back to the ship for Akiko to tell you, uh, we have food in the hole. Yeah, but it's good to be prepared. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, whatever you want to spend your money on. I mean, yeah, keep buy your own food. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Works for my bottom line. Alright. I don't understand this I, economics thing quite yet. <laughs> yeah, no. She's just like, I'm risking everything on dealing with Anora. And rocks. And rocks. Yeah. Feeling good. Feeling strong. Good choices are So what's, what's your plan to get the rocks in the flying ship and then get the flying ship off the ground? I mean, you put the rocks in the flying ship and then, and then Hoba takes off. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, I, I assume that, like, the cargo? our people have, like, figured out how, like, yeah. lifting and, like... You, you have a cargo ship. Yes. Yeah. This you, is its intent. You've got a yeah. pallet jack, you have dollies. Those don't exist. But you have strong muscle men. It's, it's literally just two wheels and an axle and a thing you put mm, it on. Nope, they've got it. God, nope. no, what? No, that, that's no. Oh, wait, no, they have a dolly. Sorry, yeah, I, was they have between, dollies. I was picturing a jack. Yeah, no, that's a pallet jack, but they definitely have dollies. They definitely don't have a pallet jack, they'll get fucked. <laughs> I will concede the pallet jack if you allow the dollies. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> we have come to <laughs> no! <laughs> we have come to terms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, a dolly is pretty simple. Yeah. It, it, if we have wagons, we have dollies. Alright. Yeah. So dollies and wagons and partons aside. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.